They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. This. We now. It's a, wow. Look at this lighting. I am white. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome to the Bro Dad Show or Bro Dad's podcast. Sorry. Yes. Welcome to. No, it's a show. I think we can say this is a show. We're all getting better. Right. There's a through line of friendship and getting to know one another. Yeah. My name's Harry G. Riley. Hello. I'm Philip Kopsinski. And uh, today we'll be talking about sewage. <laughs> I, when you were talking about having a sewage tank in the sticks, yeah, I didn't want to tell you this because I want to wait till the podcast started because we had a huge tank that my parents built a house in 1984, oh. and then in 2001, maybe, before the towers fell. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great way to do like an 80 80- it was 2,000-odd September before the fall of the towers. <laughs> anyway, uh, I threw a big party with a bunch of camp counselors one summer, and a chick uh, flushed her keys down the toilet by accident. Oh, my. Well, those <laughs> keys are lost. Those it was a good party. Uh, <laughs> it was a key-flushing party. <laughs> it, was, it was like the opposite of a swingers party. <laughs> and... Uh, and so, anyway, everybody thought it was funny, but then she, it was a mess for her because she had to rebuild her whole key set. She's like, what do we do? How do we get them? I'm like, they're d- gone forever. Yeah. How, if the, you should, no matter what system you you got, yeah. if you flush them, you should just consider it gone. Yeah. Dude, I don't care if you got a poor outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> now you're, you're just looking at those keys now. Yeah. You're not going to, what are you going to do? Go get a ladle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, cut to years later. I'm only in touch with one of the one of the uh, camp counselors was like in my wedding. We're still good friends, and uh, we have to get the the sewage. But my parents, I don't even live at home now. My parents are getting it pumped, and they go, "Hey, we found some keys in the thing," and I'm like, "Oh, my buddy Wes will remember this because we all had a big laugh about it for months." <laughs> And, uh, and so I put them in a Ziploc baggie and I mailed them to my friend. (laughs) I was like, Hey, if you still have Liz's address. (laughs) Did they they, like put it in like a gallon of Listerine or something? No, man. It's just some, you know, I mean, the people who empty sewage, uh, containers for a living are pretty gnarly dudes. They don't. It would be a ha- it would be it would be a hard job to have fingernails. <laughs> I mean, these guys are. I mean, he came out there with like, as far as I could tell, just shit on his face. You know, um, just you know, what I mean, they're just guys that are just always dirty. And they're like, they're like trolls. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like the mud trolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mud trolls. <laughs> yeah, these guys are Billy Goats gruffs. <laughs> 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 and they're like, we got a set of keys. Where you, you know? And so, we, 
my parents just threw it in a Ziploc baggie and were like, oh, mm. this is great. You know, do you know this person? Otherwise, we need to throw it away. They did. It didn't feel like. Oh, you know, they, yeah, they look like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Why didn't they rust? Maybe because keys are like made out of like, maybe they're galvanized or something, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe um, poop water doesn't have the same yeah, I know. I I don't know, I don't man. Know. I'm thinking too sciencey about. No, I think, dude, you put, you put like a statue of Lincoln in a bucket of shit, and <laughs> <laughs> that thing's gonna corrode quickly. I gotta believe <laughs> it's not gonna oxidize and be like, oh, it's nice because it starts out, the, you know, copper and then it turns blue. I never understood. I never. That's what you wanted out of your statue, like the. Like the Lincoln statue downtown, that's yeah, like yeah. blue. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't just use different materials so it doesn't look. Blue-y I think that. the when they the first time it got made, they're like, no, that's what we wanted to happen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> some eagle. Yeah, no, it was a some eighteen twenties Doctor Fauci that was like, this is <laughs> this is how it follow the science of oxidation. <laughs> that's how it works. I wonder if Doctor Fauci. Was surprised by like how America was like, no, <laughs> because you know he's just the guy who's like getting yeah. the information, and he's the one that gotta tell people. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, no, it's you. And yeah. Like, wait, wait, uh, what? I- yeah, he's not the one doing the math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 he didn't build the rocket ship. He's just the one crashing it or whatever. I love conspiracy. Uh- uh, I'm probably one of the few people who I digest conspiracy theory all the time, but don't believe in almost 99% of them. I'm like, this is just people who don't understand how life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly it. I mean, when people like, I mean, name one, you know what I mean? Like, like, the- um, like the moon land. That's a famous one where people are like, well, Stanley Kubrick filmed it, and then he got so, he felt so guilty about it, he left. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. Who, what, people who think like that, they think that life is like a novel where there's like secret puzzles and things in everything, and it's like, no, it, the thing happened and, and 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 here's the biggest thing that nobody ever does. Like during the moon landing, specifically, Russia and America were in right a cold yes. war, which makes it believable that we would have to fake it. But if we faked it, and the Russians had any um, idea that we did, they yeah. would have told everybody. The fact that the Russians never, because they were listening. Yeah. The radio um, communications at the same time, and if they, and, and because you can pinpoint where approximately a radio signal is coming from, right? They would have been like, "That's not coming from the moon. That's coming from Hollywood." So they would have. <laughs> so they so would have. They would have. Um, and like, there's like things like they'll say like, "Oh well, um, the flag was moving." But there's wind on the sound station. And it's like you never 
You never, yeah. you don't know nothing about momentum. Like they were moving and jostling this thing. Yeah, it's gonna move for a while, just yeah. from inertia. I, I just, it, well, my biggest thing about any conspiracy theory is like, have you ever had like a secret for between like four people? Yeah. Do you know, like, like yeah, you get a whole. Yeah. I mean, what, what, who's holding? What kind of? What, I mean, how much money was there? And if this was faked, how much did you pay the grip? Yeah. Like the yeah. guy who's just like, oh, this is gonna be. I'm holding the mic, and now I'm gonna be a millionaire because yeah. they gotta shut me up. Exactly. See, yeah. That's There's no way. People, people who um believe in um super, uh, not in conspiracy theories like that. They, it's like they never had a secret between them and a bunch of friends. Let me tell you something. All right, so in the early nineties, when my buddies they they were they their parents gave them a car, and just like any teenager, you get a car, you're gonna commit some crimes in that car. Absolutely. And one time we were going to the dollar store, and he had my buddy, he had my cousins in the car with with them. They went into the dollar store mm. to buy stuff, and we said. And so we left them, and we parked near a um a bank teller. You know where the with the tube and oh yeah so yeah we, we parked there. But he pulled up in the opposite direction, not the way that they tell you to. <laughs> and so, um, my cousin, so we could see them come out the store and be like, "Oh no, we're lost." You know. So we saw them, and then we laughed, laughed. Then they saw us. And then they came running. And so we said, oh, but because we pulled in the wrong way, we knocked out that entire bank teller with the tube and everything. <laughs> and it was, it was basically six of them. me, my friend, my four cousins. You want to know how long that secret lasted? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what? Five minutes. Yeah, dude, you couldn't. Yeah, especially, and and that's a crime. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a, that is a secret worth keeping. Yeah. No, I I knew two guys that burned down an old barn in a field one time, and <laughs> shit, man. But Wednesday of the next week, it, it must have been half the school knew about it. It was like a historic thing. Like it was, it's like in like, you know, people's wedding pictures and shit. <laughs> you know, it was like. They're like, remember that old barn? You're like, it's gone now, man. That thing of the earth. I felt up a white girl's titty in high school, and by the time I got out of class, that got out. Yeah. Yeah, and this was South Carolina in the 90s. Yeah, dude. Touching white ladies' boobies were not as fun as as it is now. Yeah, well, I feel like in the 90s, you could probably get away with it a little better because you could just say, well, it was for research. Yeah, and it was for research. Yeah. I wanted (laughs) to see if white women's breasts were as soft as um, black ladies' breasts. And I'm going to tell you, breasts don't know race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same inside the memories. <laughs> Is it, it's got to be a, a little more exciting. Maybe a white woman's breast seems more appealing because you're like, what color's the nipple? <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no surprise what a black woman's nipple color is. I mean, <laughs> and 
that's that's where the research comes in. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, is it gonna be red, brown? Maybe this one's. I mean, then once you see two different colors, you impulse. You're like, is there a fuchsia one out there? Yeah. You know, is there a purple? Yeah. Is there what you know? Is there one that looked like just chicken skin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's the area. The areola is like the scrotum of the. Woman. <laughs> Like, yeah, it starts out fresh and taunt, and then it just winds up looking like a old, wrinkly AK-47 bullet. Uh, What'd you do so, this weekend? Oh, man. I, I was sick last week. I was oh. like, I got a fever. Yeah, we recorded this podcast last week, uh, and then uh, I went to bed, and I was like, huh. That's odd. <laughs> and then, uh, then the next day, I had shit to do, and I just plowed through till about noon. And then I was like, "You ever find? You know, you've ever been like, I'm not sick, I'm not sick." And then when you yeah. find out, like, dude, I'm definitely sick. I went home and took a Tylenol, and then Amanda came home, and I'm like in a tank top, sw- like sweat coming down. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You want to watch some TV? She's like, get the fuck away from oh, me, dude. Man. And uh, yeah, it was a. Phil, I'm sorry to say this, but. Did I get it from you? I gave you that cold. <laughs> that wasn't a cold. Did you get a fever? There. Well, I get a lot of fever, so I don't really know. Because <laughs> um, I was, because I was, uh, I was having, I had a sore throat um, that weekend. You son of a bitch. But I thought I was, I thought it was over, but I was just. But well, I, still- I got it. I well, you know, I it was funny because I I was hanging out with so many people that were sick, and I'm like, COVID's a myth, you know, so I don't, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's it, which is fun to say now. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah. So I hung out with a comic the Saturday before Mary Lou. I thought maybe I got it from her. So and then also I was I like the Friday before I drove to Seattle and back, I was like, just ran myself ragged on. Uh, Saturday, I hung out with Mary Lou till like one in the morning, and then I was doing okay. breakfast with my dad. Got up, did breakfast, then I, then I, uh, then I just like went all day, and then I went hiking the next day, and then oh, I worked man. out. Yeah, I was just like running myself ragged. But I do think I gave it to you. I was sick. Well, all right, no more licking mics, dude. I think <laughs> did I? Sh- I put. A, I think I might have put this whole mic in my mouth last week. That's that was probably it. I gotta quit doing that. Well, it was you know it was actually nice to relax. I lost some weight. <laughs> Man, I lost so much weight last year when I had a um uh tooth I, I don't even know what they call it, but the wisdom tooth shards were coming out of my Do you still have um, your wisdom teeth? No. They, oh. But when they were pulling them, apparently if they break or shatter, they just leave the shards in there and they came back to haunt me twenty years later and Holy I shit. couldn't eat for like three months. I I basically just I basically just starved for three months where I just ate um I basically ate what I could um Man. power through. That's like, a, I that's lost like a, a lot of like thirty five pounds. That's so fu- I mean every time I see a guy losing weight, I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Yeah, you're looking good. They're always like, I am ill <laughs> <laughs> You see a woman lose weight, they're like, thanks, I don't want to die. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I- every guy I know that's like gotten like lost a lot of weight quickly it's like my thyroid it might be cancerous <laughs> shit sorry dude dude this one guy uh lymphoma maybe i don't know what the fuck he had 
he's like, he had, he had like some kind of autoimmune disease. And I'm like, well, it looks good on you, dude. <laughs> I would stick. I, I wouldn't take all the medicine. <laughs> like, whatever. If you can get a disease where you need to get a tailor. <laughs> Man, um, this is going to be. Remember, um, oh, you played um, Black Panther. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, Chad with Bozeman. Um, before we even knew anything about that, we saw him, and he was very thin. Yeah, yeah. And I immediately the guy brain was like, he's sick. Yeah, I want that. I want that. Yeah, I want whatever that. that is. We're probably older than him now. Yeah. Have we outlived him? I think we have. That's so crazy. That's the weird thing about doing comedy is like every once in a while you're like. You're like, well, made it past Bill Hicks. Yeah. Well, made it past Patrice O'Neill. Well, made it past, you know, you're it's, like. It's, it's crazy. Made it past Ralphie May. We're older than Ralphie May made it. Isn't that crazy to think? But so. it's like, but do you think if we would have achieved that sort of fame when they did, if we were to. Yeah, like falling into some of those bad habits. I don't know. The, so, like the, the eating thing, I don't think I would be because I would probably be so worried about being on film. Oh, you know that's what blows me away about uh the the create like the, like I guess Ralphie may have wild eating habits. Yeah, which but, I kind of I I kind of sympathize. I I kind of got a not as big as he does, but I kind of got like a dude. He was like six fifty at one point. Yeah. I think I think oh, I, I think yeah. I guess like he couldn't go on the road at first because I guess he was almost seven hundred pounds, but he oh, was like. Goodness. Yeah, but he was like young, so he yeah. was able to get down to like a manageable four fifty or whatever. He was yeah. he he had wild. I mean, dude, that is like I'll eat I'll eat like if I'm if I'm in a bad place I'll be like, I'll, you know I'll be like get away from me this is my pizza you know. <laughs> but I I heard that he would like just get shit delivered to his his like like touring trailer yeah. like he'd be like multiple pizzas breads like like order for like wow. a family of four but it's Goodness. just him. Yeah, yeah, and then and then like another order comes like a few hours later. It's like the whale. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think that's just. I mean, when people, I think it's weird how people look at addiction depending on the substance that you're taking. Right. Because, um, he didn't get the type of uh, um, scrutiny that like someone who would be addicted to like drugs. Yeah, yeah, he was never breaking into his old childhood home and freaking out the current family. Yeah, that's probably yeah, you know? that, that is, yeah. Yeah, 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 if you're if you're addicted to food, you don't just like break into someone's house and start rummaging the cupboards. <laughs> like like a I know you got hoes in here, motherfucker. <laughs> like a lost brown bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be so funny if like that if your food addiction made you rob a 7-Eleven. Like, <laughs> The money in the Doritos bag. <laughs> I said, put the money in the. Also, do where do you have any? Ex, do you have any expired donuts? <laughs> yeah, robbing food banks. All these hungry children. Please, no. Shut up and just eating the raw pasta. <laughs> it always, it always, um, like I watch um, uh, um, just came up with. 
oh, Malena. I watched oh, Malena yeah. special. And when you look at him, you're like, he's got his stuff together. Yeah. But then when you, you listen to the special, you're like, he did not have his stuff together. Yeah, there's, there's clips of him on, on Seth Meyers that uh, uh, he was messed up. Man, like I never, is wild, yeah. Like if, it's it's real hard. It's not a it's not like a, it was not a popular clip because it yeah. wasn't funny. Oh. It just feels. I mean, if you don't, if you have an untrained eye, you might be like, "Ah, hey, he was off that night. He wasn't yeah. funny." But if you know people who've been on drugs, like you're like, "Yo, that that's especially like he's just not his like." Hello, I'm here to entertain you. You know, like he yeah. doesn't have that energy. Yeah. But I think a lot of I I think he must have been a guy who like. Did real good operating on drugs. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. like that. You know, there's principals who smoke crack, and then, you know, they can still principal a school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's man. Possible. If you work in the school system, I I'm all for it, man. Just <laughs> as long as you're not nodding off in the classroom, you need something to cope. If in fact, if you're a sober school teacher. I don't know if I trust you. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> get your shit together. Yeah, get high. And try some fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> Just one crystal. Don't try more than one. I, I don't. Are those crystals or are they? That's how I saw it in the little um, YouTube documentary I saw. Fentanyl? Yeah. Oh, man. Like... I thought they were like Tums. No. They were no, just smoking. I, think... I thought they were out there just smoking chalk. No. Basically. That's, that's, I, you're talking about something else. Uh, I mean, There's I. There's so many weird drugs out there now that it's. <clears throat> it's like why but, all right this has been a thing for me for a long time and i can't really say it on stage because when i do people get a little weird but you should not get addicted to old drugs we know what old oh, drugs yeah. do like if 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 you end up getting addicted to like uh some type of new drug that was developed in china or something all right you you, you got Man. caught up but heroin's been around for but over 100 years i kind of that but that's how i feel I, I feel like the opposite i feel like heroin's been around for so long that's like like you know organic eggs are good because they just have been around <laughs> you know but you know the gas station's like we got a new kind of speed <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah you want a rhino pill and you're like, i mean i'm like whoa no give me the good old-fashioned opium <laughs> <laughs> the, the tried and true you know that that's but yeah people have been doing that forever it, it's like like cocaine you know what cocaine is yeah you know i mean it's but you know now i mean but who knows like that's the weird thing about any any powdered drug. I'm like, I don't know how you could ever trust any of that shit. Yeah, that's why I, I could never, I, I could never see getting into that stuff because if you're addicted to it and you're like, at first you're like, no, I'm only doing pure stuff. Really like it, and cut to three years later, you're like, oh, just fucking, I don't give a shit. I just put it in my nose, you know, like, <laughs> and, you, and you're just gonna just you're gonna just wing it, yeah, you know. And uh, that's the wild thing about addicts. Like, whenever there's ODs. There's like a rush to be like, oh, where'd they get that? Like, yeah, th it, that's the good shit. And it's like, <laughs> did you not see him? He almost died. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I want, I want to see Jesus. I want to, <laughs> I want to kiss him on the cheek before I come back to my body. 
You know what I've noticed about oh, cocaine? Oh my god. All right, so I've talked to heroin addicts, I've talked to meth heads, uh, I've talked to all these people. Cocaine is the only one of those drugs where people all say, Man, I was on cocaine all the time. It was a black. Yeah. <laughs> they never they, yeah. they, they're never like, oh man, you know. I was stealing from my mom and I was sucking penises behind a Barnes and Noble. It's always like, man, I snorted coke off a dick one time. And I'm not even gay. It's like, what? What are you? Yeah, that party was wild. <laughs> yeah. Or like, man, I was doing all kinds of business. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I wrote that script and won an Emmy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, there's a part of me that like, because I've been watching a lot of John Mulaney interviews because of that new special. Yeah. And I'm like, he doesn't look as good. He looks <laughs> like he looks tired. And I'm like, Dude. you know, you, you kind of, you know, it's it's watching, man, you're like, God, this guy's 40. He got clean at like age 40. I mean, I'm sure he's gotten yeah. clean other times in his life, but he's public about it. And now there's probably an accountability and there's yeah. an intervention. And it's like, Man, you know, I don't know. It's sort of like, it's sort of like when you see a guy with a man cave, and then he, then his wife's like, "No, nah, this is gonna be my sewing room," and he, and he just rolls up the Metallica. I burned house. He, he just rolls up the Metallica poster. <laughs> okay, and then walks in. You're like, there's a sad like defeat to that. Yeah, and I think that's maybe that's John Mulaney. That's how I feel oh about John Mulaney with cocaine. Like, oh. let it, like, let him have his coke cave <laughs> ladies if there's any ladies listening to this do not make your man give up his man cave. <laughs> I, yeah i think a man cave concept is sad enough on its own yeah where you're like what I, I don't even get it like what when you feel you have one and your wife comes in are you like did you not see the sign i put on your door <laughs> I had it made. It, it, it looks like a street sign. I think it's just, I think it's just a, a way to, because guys don't really, like women are more like, I'm going to carpet bomb the house with my stuff, like my lights and, and everything. Like I like pillows. Yeah. I'm going to turn a house into a home. So yeah. we're not all sitting on lawn furniture anymore. Yeah. And guys are more <laughs> like, I just want bare walls. <laughs> And a TV with a PlayStation connected to it. And a pile of my shirts I refuse to throw away. <laughs> and I think the compromise is you could do that, but in the basement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I uh, I used to, I shouldn't talk. I mean, I used to have a skate ramp inside a two-car garage. Uh, <laughs> so I... <laughs> It's when we used to own this duplex. We rented out that other side and we the car the, the garage wasn't being used so i built a skate ramp in there and that was that could, was definitely could you get that hot in there could get what could you get that hot was the uh sewage? it was a mini ramp so it was only oh. three feet tall oh okay. but that's still pretty tall uh well that's the advantage of being five foot six and three quarters though too <laughs> like because yeah my it was the there was a beam that was probably about right oh. here but it was fun i mean it was a good time i'd go out there i went out there a lot and uh, I like that ramp so much, I wound up moving it to the backyard of my house and uh, the trees and the exposure of, like, the sun. Yeah. Just destroyed it in, like, a year and a half. Yeah, I, uh, dude, I got a buddy who's, like, a cra who's like a craftsman. 
and he it's built. It's always good to have. Well, he, yeah, he built a nice ramp, like not like my piece of shit. Where I'm just like, it's <laughs> like a million screws, and they're not lined up, and and then he like tarps it every time we oh, use okay. it, and he does, you know. And I'm like, damn, dude, he knows the value of wood. Yes, <laughs> well, I do too. But I'm like, oh, I'll just leave it out for a day, and then you know, five weeks later, I'm like, oh. I was like Shauna when I bought her a grill. She, <laughs> she didn't cover it, and now it it looks like the Lincoln statue downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we we got to use, <laughs> dude. This is we. Uh, this is fresh on my mind because I just threw away this grill last weekend. Uh, I it was a we got a free grill ten years ago. It was already really used. Yeah, Traeger. Uh, no, silver. It was okay. colored silver. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the brand of this grill was, but it was a very nice grill. It had like the big sides. It was huge, and uh, it would get really hot. But it was heavy as shit because it was it was like stout, and um, we didn't tie it down well enough, and we took a corner on a major intersection. And it fell out, and then oh. we're just dragging it on the road. Sparks were flying, and we, we had how, to, how far? Oh, dude, well, it was on Dishman Micah, so there's no, so so we had oh. to we had to pull into a parking lot, and and oh then luckily, we, luckily we were that was able to we dra- just dragged it in this parking lot, and we lifted it back up, and we were like, we got to retie this well, and Amanda grabs a bungee cord, and the bungee cord breaks, <laughs> the s the s hook hits oh. her right here. She gets like three stitches. We thought she was oh. gonna have a little Hitler scar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my! God. <laughs> it was so wild. But the thing still worked, which was crazy. Like it was, it it was bent up. Were you guys and... giving it to someone? No, no, we got it for free. Oh, 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 Somebody oh, oh. donated it to us. Oh, okay. And so then we're like, all right, let's. So then we took it out to the lake, and there's 55 steps. To... So it's like, katang, 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 katang. So anyway, dude, this thing. I mean, I can't believe we got 10 years out of it. Yeah. <laughs> five years into using it. I don't know why you just made me think of this, but we, uh, we fired it up after the winter and we heard all this squealing and a <laughs> squirrel oh my. had had her babies in there. And she, so the mom is like, Vroom, and she jumps oh out and, my God. and we're like, oh God, this smells horrific. You know? And then, <laughs> and then it's like, charred little squirrel baby oh. <laughs> and oh my god this is this is getting real sad uh, oh my goodness and then and then um and then uh so we you know we're like i don't want to lug this grill all the way up the steps yeah. again it still works so we just had to like turn this thing up to like 500 degrees and just you know, sterilize the whole thing yeah. and then scrape all the ashes. <laughs> so y'all ate stuff off of it after you. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we sterilized it though, but it was like five, five hundred. You know what I mean? It's like five hundred oh degrees. It didn't matter if it was Ebola in there. You, you're yeah, good, I, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which it might have been because those squirrels are real disease. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was uh this thing had been through a lot, man, and uh and it was time for it to die. Yeah. Uh so I re- I recycled it like on Monday. Uh, Wait, so you had to drag it back up those Yeah, steps? yeah, dude. We had to drag it up. Man, I would have sank it into the lake like it was a whole <laughs> ship. <laughs> if I, yeah, that's 
Well, that's the hard thing is there's 55 steps to get down. The, I mean, it's we were on the lake, so you can't bitch about it too much. But we the replacement we got is uh, a, a very light grill. Like, yeah, it is like technology has changed. Yeah, it's, it's so well. Also, <laughs> it's like why did we need like like our deck couldn't support the amount of people that this could cook burgers for? Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember. That, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a big ass grill. So the new one is light. Um. Man, I wish I remember why I thought of this. Uh, but uh, um, anyway, everything dies. <laughs> <laughs> you got a topic? Yeah, I do. Might be heavy. Uh, so it. you're you're already in this situation. That's why I want to. That's why. Well, how old were you when you when you were dead? Twenty two. Twenty two. That was twenty three. So, so it's like I mean, it's a huge identity. So yeah. I'm not, I don't know if we've, we've kind of touched on this, but I'm like, I'm looking at my kid leaving and then three years later, I'll have another kid gone. I'm like, what do you, the transition period feels like, like, how do you transition from being like, oh, I, you know, I got a kid that is relying on me to like, well, now what? Um, I wish I had good news for you, but <laughs> oh, do they... Do they ask you for things right now? Yeah, to an extent, but it's not like, but it, I mean, I can tell it'll be like less and less and few, you know, it'll just, it'll no, it's just not going to be and less and less and few. It's going to be less, less, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Cause yeah. faith, faith. Well, first of all, faith was a pretty independent kid from the jump. Right. And, uh, as soon as she, um, got down to college, down there and figured out like how to she wasn't homesick anymore and she figured out how to make an identity for herself down there right man it went from can i borrow some money can i borrow some money to like oh i have a savings account uh which which was more than mine <laughs> yeah which doesn't really say much because i got 85 hobbies so it's, <laughs> but and so now she she doesn't she doesn't need me for anything. And we only we only um talk when we are talking about stuff, not about like her needing anything from me. Right. The relationship has totally changed from being a provider to more of a advisor. I feel like I'm gonna have an identity crisis. I'll be like You what? will. I'll be like, what am I what do I what's the what do I do? You will. I Who think but I think that First of all, I think that's uh, supposed to happen because when you're a dad that's uh, involved in your kid's life, when you're like, you want them to be um, um, parented right, you are so invested in it that it is a part of your identity. So when once it's done, you're going to feel, man, I was lost for a year. I just, because I went from picking Faith up from school and going to her um, things at school to like, oh, I'm meeting her friends and yeah. uh, and stuff like that to nothing. It's just nothing. And uh, and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not Harry anymore. Because for so long, Harry was a comedian and a dad. Like I was a dad first and a comedian, 
Right. And then after that, it's like, mm-hmm. even when you're just a comedian, it's like, but so much of my material was sparked by Faith. Even if it right. didn't have anything to do with her, it would be, she was my muse in a lot of ways. So, um, cause she was just a part of my life, you know, right. things that she does, things that, you know, we talked about would spark you to write jokes. And when that's no longer the case, you're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Am I, I feel like I'll just like hit the, I'm wondering like, yeah, if I, if I'm writing, that's another thing is like, how does it going to affect jokes? that I write oh, am I gonna become... if I start talking about ideas I may as well just you know I may as well just write a manifesto I may as well just <laughs> if I start <laughs> I start putting my ideas out there just I'll call the FBI on myself <laughs> dude I honestly think that's what it turns into because yeah. <laughs> um lately the past year or two a lot of my jokes have slanted very sexually and I've noticed that about a lot of my jokes, it's gone very much into um, sex, like something about sex. And, that's, and and I think it was because when Faith was, you know, when they're in your house, you consider them a child. Right. But once they're out in, you know, the real world, making their own money and going to school and stuff, you're like, well, that's an adult. Well, so when you, you're faced with re- a new type of reality, it's like, do you take the red pill or the blue pill? You took the blue pill. Yeah, I. That's I, a, that's the dick pill. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think you'll be all Damn, right though dude. because I'll be a, fine. I just because you have a lot of other things that you know you got skin and you know you got you you, you <clears> can <throat> do other things. I feel bad for the the dads who had you know those weird guys who don't have a hobby. Yeah, or like their kid was their hobby, and yeah. that was it. Oh man, you know yeah, it's so like, funny. I used to actually feel bad, like because I'd go to Boy Scouts, and some of the dads, I mean, boy, like them being involved in Boy Scouts is like overwhelming. They're camping literally once a month for a full weekend, uh, and and they're going to every every Monday meeting. They're they're on a council, uh, then they're involved, and then they maybe lead a badge, so they're helping other kids, and then they're. And it's like, bro, what are you, are you dedicating like four afternoons a week? And then plus uh, you, you're doing the, the camp. Well, what's funny is I used to feel, <laughs> I used to feel bad. I'm like, dang, man, why, I wish I could be that involved. That's so amazing. They must be so close. And then you spend time with those dads and you're like, man, I feel sorry for those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, because that, because, yeah. Because it, it's like, I think when do they a, get a break from their dad? Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. always involved. I think there is such a thing as just being too involved in yeah. his life, but they can't even make their own identity. Like your two boys, they definitely have their own. Yeah, they are different people. Yeah, and that is that's valuable. You know, like the best thing to ever happen was when Faith had her own ideas, and we would not not really argue, but you know, go back and forth about these ideas. And I really liked that because to me, it was like, I don't want you to just be a carbon carpet of me and my stupid ideas. Oh, like, yeah, I got okay. things that I believe that just may not be factual, but I believe them. And I don't want her to walk around regurgitating stupid things that mm-hmm. I've said. 
so I I thought, and she was about 14, 15 when she started doing that. And I was like, these conversations are dope. Yeah. And, and she would be like, stop being weird. And I was like, but no, I'm talking to you like this is profound because if we were just sitting here with the exact same, because she's way more militant than I am about um, environmental stuff, about injustices. Like she's one of those people. I I think if she had the anarchist cookbook, <laughs> she would be in jail right now, man. She Jeez. she was like 2020. She was marching, got shot with rubber bullets and stuff. Oh, like really? She is like she is very much like she she's one of those people that's like these ideals should not be compromised on. She's like a Handmaid's Tale lady. Yeah, yeah, but I'm one of those people that's like, well, you're going to have to compromise on these things because that's the only way you can keep these people and these people from burning down the, the, the country. Right. So you right. got to compromise on things. And she's like, no. <laughs> that's you, so hard. If you, if you are a transgender person and that's how you want to be, nothing. Stop. And I'm like, but I, I think in order to keep old people from having a bunch of heart attacks, <laughs> we should be a little slower. She's like, no, <laughs> let it happen now. No, and when they cut their dicks off, put them in a bucket and dump it on an old people. <laughs> put it on their, put it on their old, <laughs> their old door seals. So when they open it up, that bucket of dicks piles on them. Ah, oh God. That'll show them. Yeah. And she, and, and I like, I, I like having those conversations with her because, it, it let it, it starts letting me know like oh you you've gone through the world kind of um kind of assimilating so you don't get um violated yeah yeah but she's like screw it if they're violating you you violate them back yeah and you know i man that's uh that's wild that is uh that's so funny. That's what's funny about kids. So sometimes you're like, "Wow, where did you get this, this like toughness or result?" There's something. There's like there's a, something that comes out. I don't know where she got it from. Because her, <laughs> her mom's like her mom's white, and she's one of those. I don't understand anything that has anything to do with this stuff type of white. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm and I'm black, but I'm also I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, I don't say the n word, and I don't like. I'm not one of those people that's like. I hate, you know, like, oh, white people are our enemy and all that stuff. So she developed something all her own. That wasn't anything from me or her mom. So that's, I was like, you, you're your own person. And that, that's very, um, uh, it's very surprising. And I felt really good about it. No, I mean, she did something right. If, uh, if she has her own identity and she's not doing stand up. Yeah, so that's oh, two wins, dude. Man. Could you imagine? She's funny, but I was like, man, if you you can do anything in this world, but you try stand up, I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take your life. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a lot. That's a big accomplishment if you're a stand up comic and then your kids don't do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, you gotta. If your kid is a stand up, gotta look at that as a failure. Oh, I know. My parents are like, "Well, I really like your show." I'm like, "You should have done a better job." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, you're, but you're not the typical stand-up, 
someone like Brad Upton and Gabe in that you were able to construct an actual real life while doing stand up. Oh, that's like so a, funny. There's like people a lot that... of stand up because a lot of stand ups are like me, where it's like your my life is just just drifting. Yeah, it, my life is like uh. the two the the towers like the you know like when they they were searching for the bodies and stuff in the rubble. <laughs> that's my life. It's just the rubble, and I'm just trying to pick good stories out of that rubble. But like you, you know, you you guys were able to like um, get married, have uh, actual successful marriages. Well, I think raising. in each of those scenarios, the marriage happened before stand up. Yeah, that's. I can't imagine starting stand up comedy, living as a single man slash stand up. Yeah, and then getting into a, a marriage, man, <laughs> and that that, that just seems. You, I don't know, especially living in the Pacific Northwest. I just feel yeah. like you just because once. There's a point, I think, if you're a, a young single stand up where you just kind of become a wild animal. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're just a feral <laughs> hog, goddamn man. Yeah. 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 You're a barn cat at some point. Man, I've, I've, I've worked with people who, like, like, of course, they don't do it anymore because they just went too hard, but they were, dude, it, it was like, who can sustain those? They would, they would drive all over the country, and they would they would go to a town. They would get plastered. They would sleep with, you know, like different women, and they would, you know, and just leave in the morning. And it's like, how do you maintain this? And the the store, you know, they yeah. don't. They it, it's always like, no. Oh, now I'm just an insurance salesman because I had to do something on the other end of that spectrum that. Uh. Cause I just, especially if you're doing that at comedy clubs, oh man, man. Cause then if you're, if you're doing that at one nighters and and skipping town, like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, that Elks club will have you back in two years and there'll be another, there'll be be another Blanche baby that looks kind of like you. (laughs) Dude, I think if you're bagging someone at the Elks club, they're all (laughs) menopausal. (laughs) You don't have to worry about it. I, uh, dude, I did an Elks club this weekend also. Oh, and that's, Man, I want to put together an Elks Club tour, man. That's that, what I was, uh, dude. It's it it would be a blast watching because it's old people, young people watching old ladies though laugh at sex jokes has got to be one of the funnest things about doing those places. Oh, we're dude. These people were in there. <laughs> I think that would have been on the younger side. <laughs> we're like. Where you were growing up in the sixties or whatever during the whole sex revolution, but it was very much still Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not seeing comedians talk about it. Yeah, and now it's just something a a woman, a black person, a gay person, a transgender person can walk on stage and talk about these things. It's gotta be you gotta be just sitting in your head like live long enough to see this. (laughs) Man, it's gotta it's amazing to me. It's it's probably to them how it was when I saw Obama get elected. Yeah. I was like, I saw it. But that, but Obama getting elected feels a little more culturally important than, man, now we can be a bunch of weird sex freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the open. <laughs> we can fuck like jungle cats now. <laughs> I, 
I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it's like to be black and watch Obama get elected. Maybe. <laughs> but I also don't know what it's like to be a sex freak <laughs> and be like, oh, cool. So I won't get fired from my job if I'm part of this swingers club public administrator board on Facebook. <laughs> but all right, let's go back to the topic. So, like, do you? Have you thought about like what you're gonna do um, once? There's <sighs> a lot of spinning. Uh, yeah, I I kind of well, I was trying to learn Spanish. I thought that would be something, you know, yeah. like that. That felt like, but that feels like just uh, grasping for straws. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what? Like what? About, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like he's he's gonna leave, and now I can I'm, by by then. You know, three years down the road, I'm Emmett's. My youngest is gone, and now I'm fluent in Spanish, <laughs> so I can talk to all my Spanish neighbors. You know, like who? I mean, we have a lady clean our house who's white. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Wow, yeah, doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like show off. I, nah, just you know, I've, someone, someone in Seattle, they're like, oh, "Is it cheaper to live in Spokane?" I'm like, "This is how much cheaper it is." <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> so many comedians, especially when I, you know, was like two, three years in, a lot of comedians were like, "You are too black for Spokane. You got to leave right now." Oh, that's if cool. you want to be a success, you got to leave right now. And what they didn't realize is that um, at the time I was making way, way less. Probably like ninety percent less. Oh whoa! So right now, I live like a goddamn king. <laughs> I live like a king, man. Like I don't want to say how much money I bring in, but I have about thirty five hundred dollars a month in disposable income that I just kind of. And you wouldn't have that in Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't Portland have that in Seattle. Or, man. No I, way, man. Yeah. Well, maybe Portland now. Your rents are going way down in yeah, Portland. Which. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. But the, the Spokane's, I mean, Spokane's are getting more expensive. Yeah. But, dude, it yeah, is. Yeah, our rent went up um, 200 bucks from last week, and um, I was still like. You mean last it, month? Yeah. Last, oh, okay, last I was like, you're paying weekly rent? <laughs> <laughs> Just living at down, Yeah, down there at the, the, the hotel. <laughs> and, uh, but here's the thing. It's a four- Four bedroom house, basement. Ah, we got like, man, it's a lot of yard because when I cut it, I'm always complaining. Yeah, it's a big, it, and for fourteen, no, it's like twelve hundred dollars a month. It's like, that's crazy, you man. Ne- I, You're you never gonna get, get you can't get that yeah. anywhere else. No so way. I just, so I'm like, yes, I will pay that, sir. Yeah, just don't <laughs> go in my basement and count how many boxes I have down there. <laughs> he has no interest, <laughs> and. I guarantee you, he wanted to charge us more because he, you know, he'll come in to like look at something, and he sees all that camera stuff I got. Oh shit! And he's like, "This guy is not being truthful with about the." With the <laughs> well, you know, but the thing is, if you've been a reliable renter for years, like what ten years, man, yeah, we, dude, yeah, you're. I mean, that's he. He, if that guy owns other properties. 
he's probably had one burn down. He's probably yeah. had four meth labs. Yeah. He, you know, it's insane. The house what across happened. the street from us? Yeah. No one has stayed in that house for longer than a year. Same same landlord? It is now because that guy, the guy, yeah, the, guy's it, the guy who owned it before, I like this guy. <laughs> I went to the mailbox yeah. and he, he comes to me. He's like, hey, um, the guy who owned your house, you think he wants to buy this? Because I'm tired of this. I had to fix nine bullet holes. And I was like, someone shooting in the house <laughs> like and now and now oh that's my just God. for his employees now he owns a landscape company. oh so cool. now he just he bought he bought it and he just that's um landscapers saying that they don't have a place to, to stay oh, cool and those guys keep that yard <laughs> I bet, that yard is <laughs> i bet man uh all right well cool man we uh we should probably wrap this up. I got to take my kid to a movie. He's got a maybe date. Uh, I'm calling no, it's it not a, a maybe date. He is. He's dating, and I'm proud of. Him. He said he's like it's not a date. And then so I went. I looked at his brother, and I'm like, Hey, do you want to join these two on a not date? <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna go see? Guardians of the Galaxy, the new one. Oh, oh. why? Why was That's it? one of those? That movie is sad. Good. She's gonna want to lay her head in his lap. Good. She, I, you know, they gotta figure this stuff out. And then I don't. Her head's gonna rise up. <laughs> <laughs> you got any shows um this weekend? Uh, no, no. I'm actually uh I'm unemployed comedically for okay. a while. Uh, my June show got moved because I had to fill in for a guy last weekend okay. at the Elks Club, and uh, I am doing corporate. So those are secrets, but I will say if you're a member of management at the senior living care facility in Bellevue, we're going to have a real good time tomorrow, (laughs) which is, will already be over by the time this post, but, uh, you're going to dance with an old lady. Well, it's the doctors and the nurses. Yeah. I don't do, I like someone pitched like retirement homes. Something like that years ago. Yeah. They seem years ago. They seem cool. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then I got one up in Anacortes uh, later this month. And yeah. it's good that you've um, been able to get in with that. Cause I, you know, the corporate gigs, uh, I have to believe, are because of the way I look. Like, my head, sh- you know, because I, I, like, when people are like, it's easier for a white man. I'm like, well, I don't know about that, but these corporate gigs, I definitely got to have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's like, you know, I got short hair, no tats, can't yeah. see my cock ring. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just, I, I have a suit and one of the pictures and I feel like oh, that, okay. well, it's yeah. so funny. I got videos all over on these booking, on the booking site where I get found usually. And they're always like, hey, what's your act like? I'm like, what, how did you found me on the thing? Yeah. Like, they, but I think they literally just look through and they're like, this guy looks okay. Yeah. Click, you know, yeah. and, and that's it. Or they, maybe they get a ton of, maybe they just try to get everybody to give them a, a bid or whatever. Um, Do you try to be a premium? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, well for, I try to get the most, I think I can get market share. I can't. So, I mean, I'll just be open. I don't, I, I, I try to get a, a one to 1500, a thousand to 1500. Right. Like it was, yeah, because two I've found like two thousand bucks. You gotta have a little, you gotta 
if they they have to have heard of you. If you're yeah. gonna try to get two thousand bucks, they got to be like, we saw you on whatever, and then we found yeah. you, you know, and then now we want, and then that. So, but if but you know, a thousand to fifteen hundred seems to be a sweet spot where they're like, okay, okay. that seems what a person would charge. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, but then there's people who hit you up, and they're like, I'm with the Diamond Buyers Club of <laughs> the the Pacific Northwest, and we're taking our our regional clients. For, from the Congolese mines, and we want to. We're having a steak and wine dinner, and we were hoping to give you eighty dollars. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's like, Damn. you know, I mean, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, yeah. like these, like these, like dirty miners just gave me a thousand. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, and it's so it's always very weird. And there's there are sometimes where I show up and I'm. I probably this yeah. like you know like yeah. you gotta you gotta. That's why I usually fountain. don't like someone is a middleman for me in a yeah corporate yeah because you I don't wanna, know what they're charging yeah I want to yeah. talk to the people who are gonna write checks. Well, I think it's worth pushing back. You know, a lot of comics and and just not pushing back, but just becoming just being like, well, this is what it is. Because yeah. a lot of times they'll be like, ah, we're thinking about a eighty-five minute show, and the comics are like, oh, okay, and I, I always am like. Okay, what you really I know what you really want is forty five minute show. Yeah. And then you want it to be done. This is yeah. not we're not trying to do a nightclub show. It's you and your 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 you know, your friends or you know, your your coworkers. That's what kills me a lot of times is when people just say yes to that initial um offering and it's like these conditions are so ridiculous. Yeah. We're gonna start at ten thirty, we're gonna have um we're gonna be Right after the prayer for the person who got shot in the face eight times, <laughs> dude. It's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 no, 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 no. If you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that prayer somewhere in at the beginning, <laughs> way before I get on. You're gonna give me forty-five to fifty minutes. If um, if I got multiple people, that's that's a great um, show for a corporate. I'm not going on while people are gonna be getting food. None of that. You you gotta. There's got to be, there's, there's a way that it works. Yeah, and and it's amazing. They don't even think about that shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll uh we'll have you entertain the people waiting in line while they're loading their plates up. Like, who, where did you learn show business from? Yeah. yeah. So people are worried about getting, you know, beats on their plate. They're not yeah. listening <laughs> to comedy, man. That's my audience. Beat eaters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something that'll, you know, like People who are worried about their digestion. That is really my demographic. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just doing, I'm doing corporates. Uh, and then June, uh, we are, I don't know, man. The summer sucks for comedy, you know? So I didn't even really attempt. Uh, I got a lot cooking September onward. You know so, what's so weird? Yeah. I get the most booking in June and July. For like club stuff. Oh, really? And it's like during the rest of the year nothing well i just i mean i don't i almost don't like it because it's like i you, you can get the booking but then it's like you don't do well yeah or the, you know, the tickets yeah, don't sell they, well yeah that's yeah. why they book me yeah yeah they're <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah well we, we don't want to shut down the we don't want to shut the place down yeah so we'll just get yeah, black yeah, ass yeah, who yeah. Are, <laughs> yeah show up yeah that's so i i'm like well and then i'm like ah eh, screw it i'll just i'll just work on my fall schedule during the summer at the lake and chill and Try to get shit going 
Uh, yeah, so I've, t- I've told you this before, but I think it's cool that you, um, the summertime, like I love when, you know, you, you know, you and the family got photos. Y'all, y'all are out about doing stuff during the summer because I mean, comedy in the grand scheme of things, yeah. when I think about, when I think about, um, life in the grand scheme of things, comedy is very low when it comes to spending a summer doing something with your kid, even, and what people, People think that you got to do something extraordinary with your kid. Like you got to go paragliding or visit a volcano. The best time, the times that Faith was like, remember when we, it's always stuff like, remember when we sat on the the back porch and you was trying to get um, birds to eat out of your hand? Yeah. But then it was, you just got a bunch of wasps to come and stay. Like those are the things she remembers instead of like, remember when we went to the water park and you spent $200 on it? She that yeah. doesn't do anything. No, when I used to drive down the street and yell, what's up, Brandon, to people. <laughs> this is before the whole Brandon thing. Like, this is, this is 15 years ago. I'd, I'd see a group of people and go, what's up, Brandon? And then I would just move on. My kids would remind me about that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. weird. Yeah, those are the things that, those are the things that <laughs> kids will take with them. So that's good, man, that you... You, you're spending time and being weird. Just be, just be, man. Kids, man. I, I, I seriously think that's how kids become better humans when they got like a dad that's like, you know, just not. He's not all there all the time. My kids got that, <laughs> dude. It is. It's it's it gets a little thick. Uh, but it's um, you know, it's been fun. Yeah, I don't, Mike, dude, Mike, I, I don't know. I wish I remember what I said, but my son was like, dad, I think you did a racism. And <laughs> I was like, man, you don't even, you guys are, t- I mean, like, and I'm like, did I, you know? <laughs> yeah, Faith just hit me with that. It, it's the LBGT stuff that she, I've gotten points for it and I've gotten demerits for it because, you know, we, we grew yeah, going to high school, we used to world. walk down the halls and just going, "That boy is gay." We just yell it, <laughs> not pointing at anybody in particular, but you would just uh, yell it. Yeah, no, dude, yeah, that's so things that, that's crazy. You went, you went to school in South Carolina. I went to school in Southern or uh, rural Eastern Washington, and yet both sound exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, we used to throw ham and at people, and if it landed on their face, it meant you gay. It was like a, it's like a weird witch trial. We didn't know what we didn't know what to think of it. It was like some kind of weird test. If it didn't slide off your face fast enough, if the meat patty we slapped up against you just slowly went off your face, we're like, mm, that means he's gay. Look how long he's savoring that meat. That's what gay people do. We were all. Dude, I had friends. You know, uh, what's the REM? Remember that band? Yeah, yeah. Everybody loved, you know, the find, losing your religion. They lo- yeah. everyone loved that song. And then one of the guys were like, I don't know, like one of the guys like kissed a guy at some award thing on MTV, and they were like, oh my god. And then I mean, I had like liberal hippie friends being like, I don't know about REM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so crazy how you know that like that's a weird thing in the nineties where like, yeah. I mean, I'll listen to it, but I don't want it to get too deep in my ears. And dude, 
I had an out uncle at that time. Oh, like that he, had to be yeah, wild. My, my mom, my, my family would just call him sissy. That was like, <laughs> and that was endearing. Jeez. to That was endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. He'd be like, oh, there goes your sissy uncle. And it's like, <laughs> that was just. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> the people who came out in the, like, pre-2000, before the towers fell. <laughs> Like my uncle Arnold, man, he is, man, he might be one of the strongest people I know because he was born in the forties, fifties. So it's like that. They were gay. Like there's no, there's no questioning. Yeah. Like, cause it's funny. Cause like, I've known quite a few people that came out in like, like 20 year olds that came out in like 2010. So like people that were like younger than me, Yeah. but I knew them through theater or whatever. And then 10 years later, they're like, actually, nah. <laughs> Like, like, I know like four people that were like, everybody, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm just, you you get used to it. And where everyone's like, okay. Like their parents were like, all right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go be gay. (laughs) All right. Go be gay, bud. And then five years later, it's like married to a person of the opposite sex. And like, they're like, ah, I was just fucking around. I, I can't imagine. But like, I, in your 20s, everybody's so hot. Yeah. Maybe they were just like, man, that's that guy looks good. <laughs> but, dude, I. That Jude Law. I don't, look, I don't want to sound. Yeah, I'm going to sound messed up either. I think I would have made up my mind day one when I was like, all right, can I take it? And because the answer is no, that, like, to me, it's like you can put a take. That's a oh, I thought you meant yours. Oh, no, no, if I, if I could put I'm like, my, get I, it, I wouldn't get... even be here right now. I'm like, so the only thing keeping you from being gay is a yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll be a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like I have plans until I die. <laughs> can you imagine that? Wow, you these two. Rungs of your spine are very arthritic. Do you, are, you, are you doing a repetitive motion? You're fucking lock jaw. Uh-huh. I suck I, I my own dick every night until I holler sleep. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you. For thank you for listening. Oh, let's do the housekeeping. Yeah, go um, for it. We have a uh an email address, brodadscast at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram at brodadscast. Um we'll be posting videos as um well as well, I don't know what else we're gonna post, but there will I be think videos. videos are good. Yeah. We'll start there. We'll post yeah. some videos and then maybe maybe we go, you know, maybe we do other stuff. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, if you got a topic, uh, email it in, send it to us on Instagram, and uh, you know, just please tell someone about yeah. how fun we're having. Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh, um, rate the rate the podcast five stars. If you're not, oh yes, do the five star rating. If you're not going to rate it five stars, just don't rate it. All right, just mind your own business. All right, five stars or mind your business. All right. All right. Have a good week. Have a good week. Fuck some bitches. Finger, finger your cat. <laughs>